<laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Phil, what about a special episode to you? Uh, one that just like speaks to my, my geek, the geek in me is the, is the world of Warcraft one, of course. Uh, that one is always a treasure. Um, but now that we're talking about it more, it, it, it was rather than episode, it was the movie that spoke to me the most. Um, like I said, I, they had just, I don't know if we discussed this off recording, but uh, my dad and I would watch it together a lot because uh, he loved the commentary. He loved he loved the the way Canadians were represented uh, in the movie and of course in the show. But uh, you know, shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. That song is a classic. Even him and I would sing it. But like you know, but of course, like the deeper meanings in it. Of course, um, like how you know, uh, in terms of tr- like parents. Uh, parent groups trying to control curse words to the point where they had Cartman chipped and anytime he cursed he got zapped but then yeah, it all comes for a full circle when his chip gets malfunctioned and his ability to curse turns the chip into electrical energy in order to fight Satan wow what the heck <laughs> that, 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 that movie like allowed me uh, felt uh, gave me the freedom to just curse uh, if, if my emotions wanted to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're good here, bro. All right, man. Thank you. And I had a question Sorry. for y'all. Yeah. Huh? And see your thoughts. Because um, we talk about, like, nearing towards council culture. South Park has always been the envelope of pushing and being a controversial thing where I think it gets to the point where we just, we know it exists and we let them say anything or do anything. But do you think South Park, is there anything untouched that they're unable to talk about, make a joke about that would scream cancel culture to stop them? Because throughout the beginning, every since they've started, parents have petitioned for them. And then one thing I can look at is like a few episodes, like the controversy of they were going to reveal how Muhammad would look like. And that was like a whole nation of people were furious on that. Um, and that was going into like a religious sense. And then also what I could think of is um, the Wheel of Fortune episode where it was people that <laughs> annoy you. And they had this subgroup of people of the dad went completely off and picked the wrong word yeah, and was just really. labeled a racist for the rest of his life. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know exactly the episode you're talking about because the right word was naggers. <laughs> People who annoy you. See, but it was so funny because they had uh, like Michael Richards from Seinfeld at that time. Like there were a couple of high profile cases of people who had sent the N word and were canceled. And yeah. uh, that was, you know, relevant commentary at the time. And it's like, how intolerant of the intolerant are we? It's, <laughs> it's such an interesting they, question. They even made a joke about that on one of the episodes where, because um, they took like the very country redneck and they were saying like, we don't take kindly to people to, <laughs> that don't take kindly to people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and it was so hilarious to see that from the other side. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think... I love that afraid to say like, to call out the groups that are, you know, the groups who are claiming that they're in the right, that 
even if you know it is a worthy cause you're you're still fighting for the cause in really shitty ways you know and uh, i i think you know like if, if there was a role for for the south park media franchise in itself for humanity that it's the jester you know it, it is it is the the clown on the stage that is a uh, wants to point out uh, all the all the shitty qualities of the king or royalty or the and, and and the weak and the poor as well too you know mm-hmm. um, i think another episode that that popped up in my head was when uh he when stan's dad uh was fighting for uh for the Stanley columbus day and so yeah. he would he, he ended up even calling all the people in Columbus, Ohio, like, oh, why are you being a shitty person? Why would why would a person willingly choose a place called Columbus when he's violated all these rights? And then, like, he gets a DNA test just just to just to prove that he's uh, part Native American. And, and the only reason why he gets that is because he makes out with a made Native American just so he can get a DNA swab. And, like, he's fighting you know i mean i get the cause for it but like the things he does so that way society doesn't see him uh as a hypocrite or as uh you know so that they can see him as uh you know someone who is righteously fighting against columbus day but (laughs) if i if i remember that episode correctly that's the one where they had the um 21 and me commercials too right yeah. See, I think it's interesting. I don't know if you guys remember the uh, the Soho Karen incident. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Okay, so it was like, um, what was it? A lady dropped her phone, and like um, a black kid, he had the same exact phone, and she tries to like tackle the kid, legit kid, like teenager, and claims that he stole her phone. And, like, after it turns out that she had just misplaced her phone in the Uber, um, you know, people were trying to label her racist for, um, you know, having press and identifying him as, like, a thief, that it wasn't his phone, so on and so forth. But when she was trying to defend herself, she was just like, I can't be racist. I'm actually, like, 10% Puerto Rican or something like that. (laughs) And I thought it was so interesting because South Park pretty much called called that exact moment. Because I think it happened in a pretense. Like, I think that happened prior but it was interesting to kind of see that because in the 21 and me episode i in the commercial that they had i do remember the part where um there was a white guy and he was just like oh i had all these issues i just kept getting in trouble at work while saying the n-word and then it was like two percent african and he was like oh and i can say it all day and i was just like i've met individuals who have that kind of like mentality it's crazy like i was telling elliot last season there's a UFC fighter. His name is Michael Perry, Mike Perry. And uh, pretty much same situation. Super white guy has like a small percentage of African in him. And now he's just going around using that the N-word just freelessly. And I'm just like, it's it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, South Park's definitely brought it to light. And the Columbus episode was hilarious because I do remember uh, Randy had all the attire with all the photos of pictures and everything. Where he was yeah. like, everyone was stoked on Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and yeah. the 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 native uh, the native who who had made out with with the Randy, like he ends up falling in love with him in the end. <laughs> and yeah. he's like, and 
this way for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I've never felt so alive. It's it's yeah, kind of sad. Felt so. I just that that's another like like because they didn't have to run it that far, but they do every time. They go they go they take it to the absolute stretch and like hundred percent. Honestly, really satisfying to watch when they when they can do that really well, and they they have a lot of episodes that do that too, for sure. Yeah, so I I learned about um their writing style, and they've been like perfecting this over the seasons. But they were basically mm-hmm. saying that when you have a scene, and then it's like a beat or a skit, and then it's supposed to go like and then and then and then. If you can put an and then in between the scenes, they're like it's boring. Don't do it. They try to replace every and then with either but or and therefore. And when I when I have that in my mind while I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, this but this but and then, oh, this and therefore (laughs) it's it's even funnier. Yeah. Yeah, Like like Randy, he wants to do a test, but he wants it to get it back uh, a Native American. And, and therefore he makes out with a native and therefore the native falls in love with him, the native American. It's just like, it's so, it's so silly that but they figured something out. And, and speaking about just the creating process, I watched a documentary of like how they did episodes back then of just the frame by frame shots and how tedious and how long it would take to film an episode and even with technology. And now with all the technology, I feel like it takes them less than a few days to Put everything together so i know they had they call it like the war room where they film an episode within seven days and they can produce it so quickly that they can jump out if something happened last week on the news they can have an episode within that week displaying or talking about that episode which is a crazy way to have like to keep up with current culture and make a statement on it oh yeah well i, I think also it's like they were able to you know absolutely what's the word i'm looking for like perfect their brand and like their actual style of animation. Because when you look at it compared to modern technology, like their animation hasn't changed too much. Like it's advanced, like it's much clearer, but I think they chose like a very simplistic approach that allows them to kind of further the simplicity that technology has now given them. Cause mind you, a lot of the characters, they still hop <laughs> like when they walk around yeah. and stuff. <laughs> like they don't actually use their legs. They're just like, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> And it's like, like Phil mentioned earlier with the Canadians, is like they still just use the flapping heads. Like the, all they have to do is just be on beat with the syllables. But I think since they chose that early on when it was more of a, a requirement for them, I think they actually get to reap the benefits of being like the first movers to really perfect that style and really bring it to like a mainstream. Because when you look at the old South Park, um, when tech wasn't that good, you can see like the little uh, paper cutouts they'll have and they actually have like the little shadows underneath. So now the only difference is the shadows are gone, but the little paper cutouts are now digitized. But the same movements, instead of them manually dragging it, they just said like, oh, let's manually do it with a mouse now. (laughs) But it works. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't like that animation style at first, but then it it grows on you and you see how funny it can be. Oh yeah, and and it's unique though, because all the other, like um, even now with all the adult animes and animations, it's like you see they still have the more fluid approach to them. Like they want to show, they want to make it as humanist, humanistic and realistic as possible. But South Park, they're just like, nah, we don't have to do all that. Let's just keep what we're doing. Have everyone jumping side to side as they walk. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
Like, Elliot, what were what were some of the episodes that stood out to you? Uh, gosh, there there's really a lot. Like I would say, you know, more than a dozen that stand out. But just something that I thought was funny and relevant, and like uh, one of the cases where they actually changed. So they had an episode with Al Gore going way back, and um, it was about man bear pig. And it was like an, the imaginary threat. And it was like half man, half bear, half pig. And it was just so silly, like 150%. But uh, that episode, there's like no man bear pig. But that was supposed to be a stand in for climate change. And they later, like seasons and seasons later, when they changed their mind about climate change, they brought Al Gore back. And that episode was just hilarious. I just remember that scene. <laughs> Man bear pig, he rips into a restaurant and he's like killing people. And there's a guy, he has his wine and he's like, you know, Sharon, what are we going to do about climate change that nobody else can do? Like, <laughs> and there's still China. And then man bear pig like eats them. <laughs> oh, gosh. I just think that was really funny. And the way that they portrayed it, I just, I think it was great. I think that was also one of the few times where they were openly apologetic and admitting to the, to them being wrong too. Exactly. Cause like, cause even the characters themselves, um, they, yeah. Cause they went through the motions of apologizing to Al Gore and Al Gore was like, no, come back when you're cereal. And he was like, you're not cereal. <laughs> <laughs> and the entire time it's like, yeah, I, I love how they brought it back. Cause like you said, decades, like years and years have went by but it still shows like the relevancy of how they're adapting with the show as well. Like as the creators, they're bringing that evolution of them into the show and making it more modern as well. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest modern things I can remember that like that they actually made a statement it went against um, was China with all these Chinese bands. When we go to like video games and even entertainment, like the NBA, where we know the country, how much they censor things. And as American companies, should we either represent our values or should, because of money, give them a product and help censor to kind of appease them. And they had a whole episode with Disneyland slash um, having the Chinese president be Winnie the Pooh. And one of the things that they said um, as an apology for Matt Stone and Trey Parker was like the NBA, we, welcome Chinese censors into our homes and into our hearts. We too love money more than freedom and democracy. <laughs> Which also has liability of you think of a comedy what, like, thing where they probably had consumption of that and being completely banned of an entire country that has a huge population could be detrimental. And we see other companies, even the NBA where the decisions that they would make, they'd be like, we, and American got criticized. We criticized the NBA for allowing them being censored in the way, like how we kind of bent over for them, that market. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The NBA, even like, you know, they, they made a statement and then against what China's practices at first. And then, like, once they felt the hurt of getting less money from China, like, oh, we're just kidding. You know, like, we, we, <laughs> NBA loves China. You know, it's just, and, of course, you know, like America, like society notices that stuff. But I'm glad that South Park is there to, like, on its cartoon megaphone, like, shout it out. Uh, so that way, it, it it can't be oblivious to people at, at the very least, you know. Yeah. 
But yeah, Megan Cool getting choked out was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because then he, he used the uh oh the wire. <laughs> he yeah. snuck up behind him like on Hitman. Yeah. <laughs> And poor Piglet. Piglet was traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, one thing I wanted to... What's up? The South Park games? I've, I've seen uh, highlights from, but I never played one fully through. Uh, I haven't played the, the RPG either. So I can't really make comments, but I've only played... The N64 first person shooter, South Park, where it was very, very crude. But, like, for example, one of their guns was taking a snowball. You could throw a snowball, but it's South Park and it snows. Or you could pee on your snowball and throw it <laughs> at um, And then, of course, they had aliens involved. Uh, what was that piece of? Mr. Hanky? That represented Christmas. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Hanky Christmas poop. Yeah. <laughs> I, re- I had a shirt with him, too. That was a great shirt. It's probably one of my favorite <laughs> South Park shirts. Yeah, there's just yeah. so many... There's really so many, like, me- uh, media outlets they go through um, besides games. I know, I know like, uh, like, a lot of their episodes... There's a, even just within the context of the show itself, there was a lot of moments uh, that, you know, that didn't really have to do with, like, like uh, political correctness or anything, but in the end, kind of, like, fed itself, like, when Chef, that voice actor for Chef, like, left the show because he didn't want to do the episode where they made fun of Scientology, and then, you know, and then that whole implication of, of you know, of how the actors actually felt about the show besides the creators. It has, it's had a very interesting, uh, you know, mind or body of itself throughout humanity. Just got off the clock, just got on my chill. Called up my homie Brent to see what be the deal. What you trying to do? I'm just trying to heal. Hella floated, never bloated's what I'm trying to feel. Hop in the whip and bu-